0: sacred space. So welcome back again to the second part of Sacred Space in West Limit 102. My name is John Kelly. So i join in studio here by Anne and Shane's on the other end of the Skype line. And this being the Feast of Saint Ida, from time to time over the years, um, we've always invited, uh, and we're lucky enough to get um, uh, our good friend Michael Keaton to join us. But unfortunately, my, uh, Michael wasn't available this particular year, so we went for the second best. Not that he's that—I mean, he's good—but um, maybe Michael might, maybe Michael knows a little
1: bit more. But Shane, you. you You're you're going to offer us some more further thoughts on St Ita. Yeah, no, it's um, we're kind of, time is a bit, as an issue always on this programme, John, but just a a few bits and Mm -hmm. pieces Mm -hmm. about St Ita. Of course, she is a co-patroness of the Diocese of Limerick, and she's known as the Mothers of the Saints of Ireland. Originally, she was a Waterford woman, believed to come from around the Tremor area, and was born around 484 AD. So she would have been in very a woman uh, very much associated with the early Christian church. Mm. Her father uh, was known as Con- Confeila, I think is how you pronounce it, and uh, they were a well-renowned family in that part of the world. She would have been a member of the Deshi, uh, the tribe, and her, originally her name would have been Deirdre or Dorothea. Um, a bit like Agnes, whom we discover, we discussed uh, earlier, John, mm-hmm. she refused her father's wish that she should marry a local chieftain, as she believed she had a calling from God and wanted to become a nun. Now, the definition of nun is a bit loose. You could also call it a consecrated virgin, which had been the term which had been more apt at that time. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. And to convince her father to change his mind, she fasted for three days and for three nights. And on the third night, now it's interesting actually, the fasting for three days and three nights is something very much associated with the early um, Celtic church. Mm -hmm. Um, Fasting was believed to be a very powerful way of of seeking prayer and intercession from God. So on the third night, God gave out to her father in his sleep, and the next morning he agreed that she could do as she wished. So at the age of 16, she she was conferred with the veil by Saint Declan, or Bishop Declan of Ardmore, uh, before she set off on her journey. And uh, it's interesting, actually, that legend has it that she was led to Kilidi by um, three heavenly lights. Mm. And the first was at the top of the Galti Mountains, the second was at the top of Mulgaric Mountains, and the third was at Chilidi itself. And of course, the whole thing about the three lights, linking, of course, into the Trinity, linking, of course, into the Shamrock and that ancient tradition of the triad in pre-Christian Ireland and that whole linkage um, there uh, for, for St. Ita arriving in Calidi. Her sister Fiona was also supposed to have come with her and also became a member of that early monastic community, as St. Ita founded a, a, a convent or a monastery uh, in Calidi in at the time. And she was given um, given a certain amount of land. He wanted to give her quite a large element of tract of land, but she only wanted what she described as a few acres as a garden for her community, and it's just it's just an interesting one because mm-hmm. she's known as the Bridget of Munster in some in some ways, and she's regarded as very much as an extraordinary woman and ter- and her role in the development of faith, because she was said to have established a school which many early Irish saints attended, including and there's supposed to be a linkage with Saint Brendan the Navigator from um, Ardfert and Kerry, so it's 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 an interesting one, you know, her fostering of the, of the Irish saints. And she's supposed to be a very good intercessor in terms of pregnancy and eye illnesses as well, which is something that's associated with her. And, of course, in Khalidi, St. Ita's Day is a big festival, a big celebration, particularly for the parish. But also this year, because... um, it falls on a Sunday for the diocese of Limerick because Ida is one of our patrons. It's given the rank of a solemnity and outranks the normal Sunday celebration. So it's it's just an interesting one. Um, it's just an interesting one there for us to remind remind ourselves of that. Ida is associated with many things including uh, there is there is the legend that she had a little cell bell a little cell or a little hut or a little tigine mm-hmm. uh, where she would spend some hours in prayer every day in quiet prayer and and you know it's just something that we kind of link into and look back to why do we revere and honor like you know these strong women saints that we've mentioned yeah, on this yeah. week's program mm-hmm. you know and these are not you know uh, wallflowers and people that just didn't, didn't uh, you know, uh, stood back and let life, whatever life threw with them. There were strong, purposeful, uh, driven, independent women uh, who, you know, who can be seen as examples for all of us, both men and women in the modern world. Um, it's also taught, you know, that you know, we look at various different things, around around ITA and of course the whole tradition of early Irish saints and also the whole thing of spiritual motherhood and looking at ways and and linkages like so for example John as you know we discussed earlier on the program uh, earlier this year for example the blog patron saint for 2017 is Saint Elizabeth of Portugal, yeah. and last year it was Saint Bridget of Sweden. So you know we've, we we have a, we have examples of, of, of strong women that have, of women saints that we look to as models on, on the on the radio program. Another one, of course, is Saint Mary MacKillop. Um, who we, we who is the unofficial blog patroness mm-hmm. as well? So that's that's a little bit about Saint Ita this year, John. Not a whole lot I appreciate, but it just today is the feast day, so it, it seemed appropriate just to mark it somehow, and also I suppose just to remember, um, you know, that there's a lot of things we could look to in terms of our early women saints, and there's a beautiful um, ninth century poem attributed to Saint Ita, and you know in it. Ita sees Christ coming to her in a vision as a baby to be nursed, mm-hmm. and the translation translates it as, it is little Jesus who is nursed by me in my little hermitage. Though it be a cleric with treasures, all is alive, lie save little Jesus. The nursing I do in my house is not the nursing of a base clown. Jesus with the men of heaven under my heart every single night. Young little Jesus, my eternal good, to heed him is a cause of forgiveness, the king who controls all things. Not to beseech him will cause repentance. It is Jesus, noble, angelic, not an unlearned clerk, who is fostered by me in my little hermitage, Jesus, the son of the Hebrew woman. Sons of princes, sons of kings, though they should come into my country, I should not expect profit from them. More likely, I think, from Jesuskin. Sing ye a chorus, O maidens, to him who is a right your little tribute, who sits in his place above, though little Jesus is at my breast. And it's, that's a, it's a translation of originally, obviously, from the early Irish, so it, it doesn't sound very poetic, but it's a lovely little, little prayer, a uh, little poem which is attributed uh, in the 9th century to St. Saint, Saint Isa of Kilidi.
0: Thanks for that, Shane. Um, I've said been up there nearly every year now to St. Isa in Kilidi or Ashford, um, of course, by the time this program is broadcast this morning, actually the, the the mass on Sunday morning will be complete. But many people this afternoon and during the day will travel to Kildie to Saint Peter's to the graveyard there and do the rounds, as I say, uh, pray for those who are dead, but maybe pray for other intercessions, as, as 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 we spoke about early on. And I think it's a beautiful thing to have in Ireland that that we have this idea of praying to local saints or having local, as they call pattern days. And I believe the people in Kalini actually don't take down their decorations at all until today, until today's mm-hmm. over. But bear in mind that, and, and, and prayers and so on and so forth, I come across a beautiful little prayer actually um, uh, shown in the week um, to St. Aita. And it's, Heavenly Father, we're grateful to holy women like St. Ida, who came to be such an inspiration to young men and women today. Through her pious life and teachings, many others were influenced to live holy lives and also become saints. May we all strive to lead lives that inspire others to holiness. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Lord God, it was through the power of your Spirit that St. Ida was tireless in caring for the afflicted and in guiding the young towards holiness. And so we pray, prepare in our hearts, as you prepared in hers, a home where you will dwell. So we thank the Lord indeed for giving us people like Saint Hyatt and Saint Agnes and saints that Shane mentioned early on during the program um, to be an inspiration for our souls um, to try to follow as best we can in their footsteps and to pray to them that they might be help- be able to help us on our journey in faith. So at this part of the programme, I go for our second bit of music, and this one I take from my good friend Monica Brown from her album One Moment. And this one is entitled, maybe the people are doing this in um, Ashford and Khalidi today. Let's celebrate and dance.
2: Celebrate and dance with joy God's people here One in God's presence They all who come find a welcome space to sing their praise to God Celebrate and dance with joy Lift up your hearts to God Celebrate and sing We listen to God's holy word In all its richness May the wisdom of God speak to our hearts And find a home in us Celebrate and dance with joy we break the bread and bless the wine in memory of Jesus. May every hungry heart that longs to be fed gather As we go forth from this sacred space where we've been nourished, may we have the strength to live and serve with justice and true love.
0: sacred space.